From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Thursday, July 14th. I'm Sarah Wright. The Board of Supervisors Chambers filled to overflowing at Tuesday's meeting, with county union workers demanding better pay and an end to staffing shortages as inflation climbs. Regional union reps weighed in, too, saying they were dismayed at the county's offer of a 0% cost-of-living allowance. Workers had filed out, chanting, we'll be back, by the time supervisors decided to have a study session on what it would take to craft a living wage ordinance. The first speaker of the day was Vince Hawkins, a health inspector who spoke about how many of his colleagues had been lured elsewhere by better pay. Purple-clad workers rose silently from seats marked unavailable and raised their signs as he spoke. On any given day, I could be the only health inspector to respond to complaints or inspections for food facilities or recreational water facilities or well and small water systems, body art facilities, things like that. When there should be, those three empty seats should be filled with my coworkers to go out and do the job with me. Uh, it's no fun having to go out and do it by yourself. Speakers were mostly from the social work and public health sectors. My name is Heidi Carrado. I'm a program administrator with public health, and I am your public health emergency preparedness coordinator. One way that many counties and municipalities have been showing appreciation for their employees is through the funds from the American Rescue Plan Act. In fact, this was one of the listed purposes of ARPA. Now, Mendocino County received ARPA funds, but so far the administration has said nothing and made no proposals while staff watch other public employees in neighboring counties be acknowledged for their service. These employees come to work even when they themselves were evacuated and living in a shelter, worked at home when they were sick with COVID, went to work knowing that they could be called out to respond to a home where everyone in that house was sick. It's true that you cannot buy that kind of work ethic. It's true you cannot buy that kind of loyalty, but it should be rewarded. The county is negotiating with employee units again today. Asked if county workers are moving towards a strike, SEIU Local 1021 Field Representative Patrick Hickey said in a text that if the county doesn't move, we'll be discussing all of our options at our next general membership meetings on Wednesday, July 20th. Later in the morning, Supervisor Ted Williams sought board support for a living wage ordinance to help low-wage workers earn sufficient pay. You know, frankly, I just feel embarrassed. It makes me feel like we're the Walmart of employers. Supervisor Dan Jurdy talked about what the county pays for an employee earning $20 an hour. For general employees of the county, the county's spending about 70 cents on benefits for every dollar in salary. And for $20 an hour, that translates into $34 per hour. Some of the better private sector employers are paying about 30 cents in benefits for every dollar in salary. So that turns into $26, a $20 an hour pay. So it's it's much easier for those contractors that the county has to bring their employees, let's say, at $20 an hour as a starting pay than it is for the county. Supervisor John Haschak pointed out the irony of asking county staff and departments that typically represent the county in negotiations with employees to also work on a living wage ordinance. In this time of real budget crisis and very difficult times even providing anyone with a cola when the cost of living is going up at seven or eight percent, then um, I don't want to see staff time diverted from trying to figure out that problem at this point. Martin Bennett, a professor emeritus at Santa Rosa Junior College, co-founder of North Bay Jobs with Justice and a staff member of a North Bay union, called in to say that Sonoma County and three of its cities have adopted living wage ordinances. Living wage ordinances have proven to be good public policy. Why? 
Studies by the UC Berkeley Labor Center and other academic researchers demonstrate that living wage laws decrease worker turnover and absenteeism and increase worker retention and training. As a result, the quality of services delivered improves. Living wage ordinances also ensure that taxpayers do not subsidize employers that pay less than a livable wage, forcing workers to access public programs such as Medicare, food stamps, EITC. Finally, living wage ordinances are cost effective. Numerous studies indicate contract costs increase by less than 1% of a county general fund budget after implementing a living wage law. Along with my colleagues from the Labor Council, I will be available to work with the county staff to provide specific information about our experience in Sonoma County and contact information for advocates and staff in seven other California counties with living wage laws in place. Jerdy asked about the roll-up effect when low-wage workers get a raise and their managers demand the same percentage raise to maintain the gap between them, which he worries could result in a torrent of raises for employees at the management level. But Bennett said that was unlikely to be a problem. There are many fiscal impact studies of living wage laws proposed and after they've been implemented. UC Berkeley Labor Center has done those studies. University of Massachusetts at Amherst uh, has done those studies. And UMass researchers most recently did a study on our uh, Sonoma County living wage law. And the bottom line is this, uh, which has been empirically documented over and over again. There is a so-called ripple effect when you raise wages at the bottom. Um, but it's limited. The board voted to direct Williams to work on the ordinance with outside help and minimal staff time, limited to things like providing documents but no lengthy analysis, and for him to return to the full board at an unspecified time with an informational workshop. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news, with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.